0: The reading today is from Mark 10, 32 to 45. Jesus predicts his death a third time. They were, on their way, they were on their way to Jerusalem with Jesus leading the way, and the disciples were astonished while those who followed were afraid. Again, he took the 12 aside and told them what was going to happen to him. We are going up to Jerusalem, he said and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priest and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles, who will mock him and spit upon him, flog him and kill him. Three days later he will rise. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Great. Thank you, Patty. And uh, let's keep that passage open, and let's pray as we come to God's word. Father, thank you for your word. Uh, Thank you that it shows us Jesus. Please uh, show us him. Would you speak to all of us and help us to follow him? In Jesus' name, amen. Great. So it's Volunteer Sunday. So if you're a visitor, you're very welcome. It may feel like a bit of a a weird service that's not our usual. It's the same with uh, the the sermon. It's going to be a bit of a topical talk about serving. Normally, we go through books of the Bible. Kind of passage by passage, that's what we do. But, uh, yeah, the church would be nowhere without its volunteers. And how is that part of the Christian life? What is the Christian life like? If someone asks you, okay, what is it like to be a Christian? What do you talk about? Uh, Reading your Bible, praying, trying to live God's way, uh, worship. I don't know what you think is the... Is this... To the right, a bit of an echo. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, well, what do you think about the Christian life? Because this section we'll look at in Mark is very strongly about what it looks like to live the Christian life. Uh, um, Jesus has come on the scene, done lots of miracles. Uh, finally, the disciples see who he is you're the Messiah. And then two things Jesus introduces. First of all, he starts to say, I'm going to die. Uh, Three times, as you heard, he predicts his death. And we we had the third one read out. But each time it's followed by something about discipleship. When he begins to teach in chapter 8, okay, I must be killed. And uh, then it's followed. 8 verse 34, whoever wants to be my disciple, blah, blah, blah. And we have a few chapters here on following Jesus. And the thing that stands out, the unusual thing that maybe you don't always emphasize is this. Following Jesus means serving. Following Jesus means serving. I mean, back in 8 verse 34, how does Jesus describe it? Uh, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Uh, say no to yourself and following. But what does it then become on well, 9, verse 35? Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. Uh, you want to be a good disciple, you want to be first? A servant of all. And then we read it just now. Whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. What a language, isn't it? Servant and slave. It's so unusual because the disciples, they just don't get it, right? James and John, they they come to Jesus, as you heard, and they, uh, uh, Lord, please do something for us. Okay, what is it? Well, when you sit in your glory, uh, you're the king. You you sit in glory. Can we sit on your right hand and on your left? Can we be your prime minister and secretary of state? And Jesus says, you don't know what you're asking. (laughs) That will involve suffering. Uh, my cup, my baptism it's going to be costly but it's just completely misguided they want glory and Jesus says no you want to be great be a servant it's not about glory servant serving Uh, what is serving? I'll, I'll put it like this usually sacrificing yourself for the good of others I think the good of others we can see right that's what servants do they serve other people. You can't serve on your own. You serve other people. But sacrificing yourself, isn't it? A slave or a servant, they, life doesn't revolve around them. If you're a slave, your life, you give up your life for someone else in a way, right? When you serve, it's not about you. It's about someone else. So it's sacrificing yourself. That's why Jesus links it with denying yourself. Yeah, I, want to do, I want to do what I want, but I deny myself. Denying yourself is much more, of course. Uh, it's saying no to sin and going Jesus' way, uh, being happy to be persecuted. But it will involve serving, because that's what comes up so many times. Be a servant. Be a slave. And that sounds hard, is not it? You, know, you want to be a common Christian, it's great. You're going to be a slave, a servant. But it's a good thing to remember on a day like today. Because Sunday teams, that is serving, isn't it? Serving is much more. It's not that, uh, okay, I serve just Sunday morning. Uh, It's an attitude, seven days a week. Am am I going to live for myself? Or am I going to live for others? Even on a Sunday morning, if you're not on a team, I hope you come to serve, that you look out for new people. Uh, that you want to encourage people, those kind of things, right? But ministry teams are a great example, so that's what I will focus on today. But, yeah, serving is right. Jesus says, you want to be my disciple or be a servant, be a slave. But why? Why this emphasis on serving? Uh, This series is called Puzzles in Mark, and that's the puzzle. Why serving? And why is it connected to the cross? Why does Jesus need to die? Well, the rest of the passage gives the answer. This famous verse. This is the solution. Why do we serve? 10 verse 45 For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The thing is, serving means following Jesus. It's doing what Jesus did, it's being like him. Because Jesus came to serve. He says, look, even I came to serve. Why do you serve? Because I came to serve. How did Jesus serve us? Well, sacrificing for the good of others. I think we can see it, right? It's for the good of others. It's a ransom for many. What is a, a ransom? We think of a kidnapping, someone who is held hostage. You pay a price and they're free. Back then it was slavery, Someone is a slave, but you pay a price, and they're free. It's a wonderful thing. Of course, what did we need to be freed from? God's judgment that hangs over us. And we're sinners, as we've seen over the past month. We're unclean, unacceptable to God. We face His judgment. But Jesus paid for it on the cross. At a great sacrifice, giving up his life, He paid that we might be free. it's wonderful. And we couldn't do it ourselves. That's why it's, it's a ransom. You're, you're stuck, but he pays it. Of course, the main thing is, look, look who Jesus is. He's the Son of Man. We saw that in Daniel 7 a few weeks ago, right? This is God's king who will rule over the whole world. Everyone in the world will worship and obey him. And he came to serve. It's such a reversal, right? Here's the king of the universe, and he comes to serve. I guess uh, many people here, they have a helper. And it's a real status thing, isn't it? Here's the employer and the helper. I never, does the employer mind me, stay up late at night to sew clothes for the helper? Usually not, isn't it? There's the employer and the helper. Well, this is the king of the universe. And yet he serves. And not because he's paid for it. Out of his own free will, out of love for us. But the thing is, serving is what Jesus did. But if, if our model is Jesus, I think that transforms serving. If you think about serving like this, not just as a, a chore, a duty, you're following Jesus. That really helps. First of all, well, it's, it's hard, right? Serving is hard. But the model is the cross, it's supposed to be hard. I mean, the cross was not nice. It was a real, horrific sacrifice. And serving in church can be, in a very small way, a sacrifice, right? Saturday, you want to have a rest, but you sacrifice your Saturday afternoon to help some teenagers hear the gospel. Um, you give up your time and evening to prepare prayers, to prepare a kingdom kids lesson. Uh, You come an hour before the service to set up refreshments, and you stay afterwards to do the dishes. You give up your time. It's a sacrifice, isn't it? It's hard. And Jesus says, yeah, it is. It's modeled on me. But also, it's beautiful. I mean, what do you think of Jesus serving you? What do you think of him giving up your life so you could be saved? Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it the heart of our faith? Isn't it what we sing about? Uh, Our soul cries out, hallelujah. Wow, Jesus gave up his life for us. We think it's beautiful. And that's why we we sing about it and we wear a cross around our neck. It's beautiful. Well, if someone sacrificing is so beautiful, uh, if that's the most beautiful movies that we see sacrifice, isn't serving then also Beautiful. As someone who kind of gives up his evening so that others can hear about Jesus. Someone who gives up his time so that people here can have a good time and can encourage each other over refreshments. It's beautiful. It doesn't feel beautiful. I don't think Jesus really hung on the cross and thought this is great. But he doesn't regret it. He gladly gave up his life to allow us to be with him and if you look at the big picture, if you're serving, if you think it's another evening another lesson to prepare, think about it what you're doing Do I need to sit closer? Okay Sorry, it's the first time preaching in this uh, pulpit Isn't that beautiful? Right? Someone giving up that time Look at the big picture. You won't enjoy serving, but you're practicing music. And then, just because of your song, someone who's had a tough week, they come here, they're reminded of Jesus, and yeah, they smile again. That's what you've done through your serving. Isn't that great? But let's look at it from the other side as well. How about as the person being served? Here's the big question it's on a day that we thank our volunteers. Are you thankful? Usually you should be thankful if people serve you, right? We're thankful that Jesus served us. Are we thankful for the people serving here? The thing is, in Hong Kong you get served all the time, right? I go to work, there's the doorman holding the door open, and there's the cleaning lady cleaning, and there's the MTR driver and the MTR attendant. There's constantly people doing things for me. I don't notice them, actually apparently they're just paid right the thing is jesus wasn't paid and the people here aren't paid they do it out of love they put on refreshments and stuff so next time you go downstairs actually people have sacrificed their time so that you could have a cup of coffee are you thankful if you're here and yeah you just come and you enjoy the service and you have a cup of coffee and you go home are you thankful Lot of people sacrifice to make this happen. Are you thankful? And then the obvious question, well, are you following? Alright? If you're if you appreciate people serving, if you appreciate Jesus serving you, why don't you join in? I'm not now talking to newcomers, I'm not talking to those who already serve. Some people serve too much. But if you if you've been here for years and you don't do anything, why not? Serving is the Christian life. Serving is beautiful. Why not? Maybe you think, well, I'm too busy. Everyone here is busy. There's people who work six days a week from the early morning to late at night and still they're on four ministry teams. Everyone here is busy. It's sacrifice. Maybe you didn't know you need to serve. Maybe you didn't know we have so many teams. That's all right. We have an information session later for people who don't serve at the moment so you can find out more. But serving is the Christian life. It's beautiful. It's rewarding. It's what we all should be doing. Well, let's sing about that. Let's sing about Jesus, our servant king, and uh, what it means to follow him. And then he will come back and manage our groups.